Uh, welcome back to Hope Inspires Faith. Uh, this is going to be part one. I talked about in a previous podcast, Spiritual Beginnings, talking about uh, the different mentality of when I grew up as a child in the church and the difference differences now compared to children. Uh, the first segment deals with being young, being children, growing up in the church during my time, during the, um, I guess, early 70s. Uh, one thing that was a, a constant structure in a, in a young child's life was going to church. And going to church at the time, you know, it was it was our first, I guess our first organized um, environment to where you had to sit down, you had to be quiet, you had to learn, you listen, you had a teacher. So that's like the beginning of of getting instructions was going to church. Uh, parents during that time put a lot of emphasis in going to church because uh, they want they wanted the children to be raised with with some type of discipline and they wanted their children to know the structure and, and be grateful. And they started teaching them early who Jesus was. So during my time as a child, you, you went to church. That's just what we did. And you know, some didn't, but um, a lot of them did. And comparing to then and now children, children every, every Sunday, that was pretty much guaranteed you get up, you go to Sunday school and and you learn about Jesus and you had programs, Easter programs, Christmas programs, youth day, children's day, something to get children used to standing in front of people, you know, giving them pride in themselves, learning speeches, you know, learning different things, giving them topics. That was the foundation of, of what it was being a child, you know, growing up in the church. If you had parents to, to take you to church. But it, it was a process. Parents took the parents, or parents may didn't take the parents. But then, if you got into that that mentality, parents would would take children to church. That's just what we did. Uh, me personal experience growing up going to church out a lot of times. A lot of times, I I might be honest, I I, I didn't want to go, you know. But we got up every Sunday, and it wasn't it wasn't like you had a choice because you was a child, and being a child. You were you wouldn't dare say I'm not going. I ain't going. I don't want to go because that was the beginning of discipline. You know, getting up. You know, getting ready, getting your clothes dressed, getting your hair combed from front to back, uh, putting that Vaseline on your face so you you wouldn't be ashy. That was just the beginning. So getting up on Sundays mornings, going to church. I mean that in in me and my brothers' um, life. That that's just was a part of life. So when we were doing it, we, we didn't think there was anything wrong, but, but we did it. Um, some children in the neighborhood didn't go. Some parents didn't go to church, so they didn't take their children to, children to church. But that's one thing that my parents did. We, we went to church. Um, going, into, going into Sunday school and they're teaching about Jesus Christ. One thing about young one thing you learned was the song, Yes, Jesus Loved Me. You learned that song, Yes, Jesus Loved Me, and it, it made you feel special to hear that song. You know, Yes, Jesus Loved Me. Yes, Jesus Loved Me. Yes, Jesus Loved Me. For the Bible tell me so. So that gave you a sense of, of, of love, of belonging. Something that's absent from the children today. 
children today grew up, they're born, and not everybody now, some people, you know, some of them don't even know what church is. Some of them desire to go to church, but their parents don't go to church, so they don't go to church. But that's something that we heard then to where it, it did. I mean, if you would just think you're young, they talk about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus love. And that was something every child knew. I mean, you probably could take a survey today and ask, how many children do they know? Yes, Jesus loved me. And a lot of them probably would tell you no. But that's something as a child that was just pretty much like breathing. That was a given that you learned that song. Even, even the Lord's Prayer. You know, children learn the Lord's Prayer. You know, way back, if it's one prayer you learned, you learn the Lord's Prayer. Because there was foundation, the basics of, of being a child growing up. You know, I don't know how to pray. So you learn the Lord's Prayer. Even before then, it was a simple prayer. Now I lay me, now you lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul he'll keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul he'll take. In Jesus' name, amen. And that was just a simple prayer that was taught. And you would get out on your knees, put your hands together beside your bed, and you would say those prayers. And it was a lot of things that go on now that didn't go on then. One thing we know, we knew it was before we ate. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for a few. And we would we would say that prayer. And by our, by our heads, we must be fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. And we would say that prayer also. So there was a lot of things that were put in place as children that gave us a foundation to to gave us to to give us hope, to to let us appreciate the things that we had. Nowadays, children, they don't. A lot of children don't appreciate the things they have. First of all, they, they, they get everything they want, so you don't have to do anything. When we went to church, we went to church, and a lot of times, for a reason, some, some went to see their friends because their friends went to church. Whatever the reason, you was, you was in church. Everybody went to church, and you was in the church, and you, you sat there, and you was quiet. You didn't chew gum. If you got, if you did talk, chew gum, then there was discipline. I mean, if, if you grew up during my age, you act up in church, they'll get you in church. They'll pop you. Some had switches. Some had belts. Uh, today, they would call that child abuse. But I, it, it taught you that when you got into a certain environment, you're supposed to act accordingly. You know, if, if it was no talking, you wouldn't talk. No chewing gum, you wouldn't chew gum. I mean, God forbid these days you take a child's cell phone from them and, and man, they would go at it. But during that time, we didn't have all those things. So it was just straight being appreciative of what you had. Learning, learning as a child, it it instills in your in your your mind. Some people go as far as to say that, you know, they brainwash you. They brainwash you as a child, so now that you're older, that's all you know. They they teach you this stuff, they teach you that stuff, and and you're so young, and um, you you can't think for yourselves. So a lot of people are against that. A lot of people say, "I'm not taking my child to church to teach them something that that that's not real," but then you still have a choice also. 
I'd rather teach my child and let my child know. And then when they get old enough, they'll make their own decisions. That's what was done to me. Me and my brothers, we were taught young, you know, about what it was to go to church, to, to live right, to love people as, as children. Now, when we got older, you know, we began to think then we had a choice. You got a choice to do right or a choice to do wrong. Everybody has. When you're young and you're learning and you they teach you. And that's what separated the the primary classes, I would say, in Sunday school. That's what separated because it taught you the basic things. It taught you how to teach, treat children, how to treat your friends, how to behave. It taught you those things. Are we being taught now like we used to be taught then? I mean, it depends on what roof you're under. Because some teach, some don't. But then that's a whole different story. But I believe that growing up in the time I did and going through um, the way my parents raised us, I, I think it, it helped us a lot. It kept us out of trouble when we could have been in trouble. During those times when we were to be protected, it kept us out of trouble. So when they talked positive things that put in my mindset, our mindset, then it, it was instilled in there. So when it came time to make a decision, it would always come back. Now, I was taught not to do that. I was taught not to do that. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't make that choice. I shouldn't get involved in that. But those are things that are taught when you're young and when you get older, like I said earlier, you have a choice. Um, even, even, even now, when you look at a lot of things that that children do, um, you're taught to be respectful. I mean, that's something that's taught in home and then it's practiced when you go out, when you go into uh, church. You know, you're taught to listen. You're taught not to talk back. Those are some things that you're taught as a child. And as you get older, you mature, then you know how to be respectful to people. I mean, granted, if you listen to this, I mean, I know you've been in situations to where there's been some disrespectful children that just totally might tear you off and use words you probably ain't never used. That was pretty much unheard of during my time because we was taught discipline. That's why there there is a debate with some people about, you know, taking their children to church because of the environment. Now, granted, all churches are not good churches, but then that shouldn't find somewhere that you know that's setting the example. Find somewhere that you know that what they're living the life and don't just join a place and just jump in there, watch, observe, and see what they teach and see whether it will benefit your child. That's what you have to do. But to not go at all, you're, you're depriving your, your child of spiritual covering. And that's something that will be on, on your head. And that's one thing we did they did during during my young time. You know, you went to a church, you would look, you would observe, you would see, see what kind of teaching they have, see what children are being taught. I mean, see, did it benefit? See, was the life that being taught, see, was it being lived? That's your measuring stick. 
So just because you go to a place, that don't mean that's the place you have to be, but you look at the life. Because once you take your child into the environment, then you want them to be taught. You want them to hear things that's going to benefit them in the future. You want to hear them talk things that's going to keep them out of trouble. That's what you're looking for uh, for your children. Um, a lot of children now, they they don't like church because they got so many other things on mind they want to do. And you can even say during during the time of child, there wasn't a lot of things to do. We didn't have cell phones, computers, laptops. We didn't have all those kind of things to distract us. So, I mean, you could even say going to Sunday school and church on Sundays was a way to get out of the house and go. But it was beneficial. Nowadays, children got TVs and, and game systems, iPads, iPods. All kind of things the way they could spend all their time doing so many things that's not even beneficial to their mentality, their discipline, to their life. But that's what they're programmed to do. So during that time, I mean, we was excited a lot of times because we got to do things. But then if you look at the advantage we had, the advantage we had, then it, we didn't have all the distractions that they have now. We went in the church. We was excited some Sundays to, to go because of the activities that were going after. Certain things were going on. My advice, I mean, we, we got to start young. You got to start teaching young, young. You got to start teaching children discipline young. The age that a child look at and know right from wrong, know when they're doing wrong, know when they're reaching their hand into something and they look back to see if you're looking. That lets you know, that's the rail I let you know, they know they shouldn't be doing it. But that's something that you have to do within your own element, with under your roof, in your house. You got to start disciplining your children because one day they're going to get out and either they're going to get in trouble or they're going to make you ashamed. But it depends on, on you and, and how you feel. You can't raise my house, I can't raise your house. I can't run your house, you can't run my house. But if you look at the big picture when it comes to children, you want you want your children to be great. You want your children when they go out not to make you ashamed. You want your children when they're talking to somebody, they want to be respectful. You don't want your children talking to people and saying, ain't no what. I ain't going to do it. You can't tell me when to do. You're not my mama. You're not my daddy. You don't want children telling adults that that's trying to give them proper instructions. And that's one thing we learned when we're, we were young during my time. Because when you went to Sunday school, you had that teacher. You walk in there, you sit down, you listen to that teacher. The teacher teach. The teacher asks you a question. You answer the question to the best of your ability. If you don't know, you say, I don't know. But so many times, children these days, and I, and this is, like I said, talking about beginnings for children, a home is the beginning of the discipline. But Sunday school, I believe, is the beginning of spiritual discipline because that's why it's broken down. To, to grow up in my time, I'm, I'm grateful for what I learned when I was young, when I was little because it's helped me along the way. 
I'm grateful for what I learned when I was going to Sunday school because it encouraged me. Sunday school during that time encouraged me, encouraged me, made me feel a part of something. When you say you're a part of a, a Sunday school class during that time, you was a part of something. You was you was you was important. But now, you know, children are they're not part of anything. We we wonder why children go through so many struggles these days. Even at young ages, we don't know what's going on in a child's mind. We don't know what kind of situations they're dealing with in their mind. We don't know. Sometimes we don't ask. Sometimes we don't ask till it's too late. But that's one thing that you we were doing then. A lot of children are loners. Growing up then, you, you, you wasn't a loner because when you went to Sunday school, you was in class with other children and everybody was on the same level. But it's, it's different now. You know, this child is up here. That child is up there. That child is up there, depending on your parents' financial status or your situation. You, you, you're on different levels. And, and in some ways, that's not good for the less fortunate because they have nothing to encourage them or motivate them. They feel like they're all alone. So what are you instilling in, in your child's life today? What are you instilling in your grandchildren's life? What are you doing to prepare them for, for life, for, for even spiritual greatness? What are you doing to let them know that they're loved? And this is an individual thing. This is nothing against anybody, but it's just the basic stru structure that I learned when I look at my life and my brother's life when we were growing up and going to church. And that now that I look back, that was a very important time in our lives. And even my brothers would tell you the same thing. If you would talk to them, it was a very important time in our lives. And thanks to that, it got us ready for the next stage of our life. And it a lot of things that children were exposed to, we were not exposed to. A lot of things that children did, we didn't do. Why? Because of that structure we had. Was was church the main factor in the way me and my brothers grew up and the things we did or did not do? I mean, yes, in a lot of ways, but then also it was the discipline of the parents that would always check you when you did wrong. Going to, going to school. You talk about Sunday school, but you talk about school. Going to school. When you first start going to kindergarten and first grade, your first time in a, in a classroom full of kids, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to act. don't know how to behave. You're wild. If you'd have got that structure in that Sunday school, in that primary class, you're sitting in that class with that teacher, and the teacher say, focus, be quiet. You already know what you should or should not do. You know, when you get in that classroom, you know, you sit down, you know, you be quiet. So that's one thing that, an advantage. A lot of children are at a disadvantage because they stay home the whole time. They play the games, watch the TV. A lot of them got computers. A lot of them are exposed to a whole lot of things. TikTok videos. At a young age, some of these children can operate this, this, uh, this technology and all this equipment better than we can um, because they spend so much time on it. Their intelligence level are so much more advanced than we were then. So, I mean, that's why it's so really so important that we get a hold of this thing. 
but you got to have some kind of, to my opinion now, you need a, a spiritual structure in, in, in your life so you can instill it in your child's life. You need positive influence to instill in your child's life. Your child needs to know they're loved. You know, every day, every day you should tell your children you love them. And that's something that we we got growing up. We got a lot of love. We wasn't a we wasn't an option. We was a priority. And that comes from what was taught, what was learned. Even some of the struggles that we went through, even the struggles that we saw, we were taught. But so many times I'm missing it. Um sometimes sometimes we get so over, overwhelmed with with life and activities and jobs and, and the stuff we need. We don't we don't think about these things. A lot of times we get so caught up in the world and politics and and trying to be prosperous and successful. We forget about these things. We don't think it's important, but it really it really is important. Where's your focus? What's your priority? Um are you giving your child what they need? Are you um, putting your child in an environment to where they can learn the spiritual aspects of life? And then when they get older, they can reason with it and, and see. It, it's not a parent's job to make a child, but it's a parent's job to give a child an opportunity. But if you if if you would think that looking back at all the children of those days, and looking at a lot of children now, it's like night and day. And my thoughts on is only one thing different, is the spiritual um, background that a lot of children had. Now, when I do these podcasts, when I talk about these podcasts, it's just opinionated. At no means, um, do, is everybody going to agree? But what I say, by no means, that's not what communicating is all about. And communication is about agreeing to disagree. Some people's opinion may be different. Some people's opinion may be the same. But everybody, just know everybody got a choice. Everybody got a voice. You know, some people may think it's right. Some people might think it's wrong. But that's an individual thing. But when I created this podcast, it's about talking about things that we don't normally talk about, things that we know, but we don't communicate. Things that that's in the underlying mindset, but we don't really put it out in the open, and that's the main reason why I created this podcast. I'm I want to reach somebody. I want to communicate with somebody. I want to connect with anybody. If I can reach this one person to help or change the mindset or or encourage or or give them something to think about, I mean it 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 doesn't matter. That that's that's my reasoning I, and. I love I love seeing people excited. I love seeing children produce. I love seeing one thing one thing I don't I love seeing children be uh, disciplined, uh, obedient. I love seeing children honor their mother and father. One thing that really gets to me to see a disrespectful child, grown people even more because they know better. But a disrespectful child, I tell you, that's something right there that that should be non-existent. But these days we think it's cute. So when I create these podcasts, they're not directed at nobody in particular. It's just general conversation, which everybody has an opinion. You know, we have an opinion, then, you know, we can voice our opinion. That's your right as a, as a person. That's your right as a human. 
Everybody got a voice. You know, we have a prayer line, Living Waters Prayer Line uh, for Living Waters Ministry, Midway, Georgia. You know, one of our mottos is everybody has a voice. Everybody can can expound. Everybody got an opinion. And as long as things are decent and in order, you know, everybody can be heard. You don't, we don't communicate to be angry. We don't communicate for somebody to get mad. We don't communicate to become enemies. We communicate so so we can get a better understanding. You know, you know, I know there's a scripture about like we suppose that we we suppose let's come let us reason together. You know, where two or three come together and reason, we can really come come to some some I guess some understanding of, of, of what's going on. And that's what it's all about. Uh, this is my podcast, first segment of three uh, children and spiritual beginnings and and I guess the effects of going to church and not going to church, the aspects of being disciplined and not being disciplined, the I guess the aspects of being grateful and not being grateful and, and whose responsibility is it. One thing about it, parents, parents are the first line of defense when it comes to raising a child and giving them what they need to be successful one day in life. And and that's something that we should have have high on our priority list. So thanks again for listening. Hope inspires faith. This is one of three. I'll be coming back soon with number two. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.